Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons and the daughters of God. It is possible to navigate conflict and to experience God's perfect peace at the same time. Today on Better Together, Lisa Harper, Robin Wilkerson, Karen Harmon, and Elaine Fisher, and Allison Allen are all here to talk about how to hold on to our peace. Come on, join us. You know, one of the things that I realized was robbing my peace was offense. And I don't know if you've ever oh, found yeah, yourself yeah, offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Romans 12, 18, it says, do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. And I remember I recently found myself in a place where I was really offended. And um, I have a oversight at my job and he was very gracious. And he said, hey, Elaine, I wanna just give you one thought, you know? He said, I've noticed something about you. When you get offended or when something's not going well, you wanna throw the baby and the bathwater out. So either they quit or you quit, but we're not working through this. And he said, I just would encourage you to maybe think through why you do that and what to do. And I was a little offended that he said that because I was like, no, I'm not that way. Don't correct me, that's rude. But I went home with the Lord and I said, God, what do I do in this moment? And I felt like he gave me three questions to ask when I'm offended. And the first one was, why am I offended? Because oftentimes I find myself angry and offended with something that I don't actually can't put words to. Yeah. So I said, why am I offended? I really need to know. And then he told me to ask what circumstances are in your life that could affect this offense, whether it's lack of sleep, it's hormones, it's right. all the things, right? right? And, or maybe I fought with Ethan all morning and then they walk in and say good morning and I'm mad at them now and it's really not right. their issue, it's right. this right. one. You know. And so I just started asking what circumstances are in my life. Then I started asking myself what circumstances are in their life. Mm-hmm. that I'm unaware of yeah. that could cause That's this right. offense. Yeah. Yeah. And what started to do is what happened was what was robbing my peace, instead of me replaying this over and over in my head, well, I'm gonna tell them off and I'm mm-hmm. gonna prove them wrong right. and I'm gonna do this. Right. I didn't let peace stay robbed because instead I brought it back into my control and I said, let me ask myself some questions. Right. Now I have grace to go back into mm-hmm. a situation and say, hey, how can we work through this conflict? How can we work through this misunderstanding or this offense or whatever? So that now there can be peace back between our relationship, but there's also peace in my heart because now I know why. I know where I was with all of it. Mm-hmm. And I know I can maybe put myself in their shoes mm-hmm. to say, you know what, they're new to the job or mm-hmm. you know what, they're going through a hard marriage issue or their child's in the hospital or they got in a wreck on the way there and I knew all of that and I now have grace to handle this. And so mm-hmm. I think I began mm-hmm. to learn a little bit more about in conflict, how it robs our peace because yes. we get so busy replaying yeah. and re-going over and over and over. And then Romans 12 says, do everything in your power. And you're like, that's rude. Right. Like, <laughs> no, tell that to them, not me, right? right? right, right. And it's like, no, God, you're basically commanding me and you're expecting yeah. me. Yes to carry my part of this. And my part is my attitude, my Mm -hmm. words, my level of peace walking into this. I can't control how they'll respond. I can't control what they do, what they say, but I can control me. And so whatever I can do within my power for everyone, I'm going to be at peace and Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk in that. And I think that was what shifted me, but I would love to hear how have you handled conflicts and kept your peace when you get yourself in a really awkward situation or a hard situation or a, a hurtful one, you know? How do we carry peace in the midst of something that is kind of hard to walk through? Yeah. I think for me, I remember that I'm gonna minister what I am. Yeah. Mm. And so if I'm not moving in peace, if I haven't done the work beforehand, that spiritual work, spent time in the right. Word, pray, right. 
ask the Lord, Father God, give me your wisdom. If I haven't done that and I enter into a space where there's conflict, mm-hmm. I'm gonna minister what I am and it's not peace, you right. know? Wow. Yeah. But if, right. if I can come in contact with the Prince of Peace, right? Yeah. Emmanuel, God with us, I, I can move in peace. And what I find in conflict, if, it's, if I can come in peace, then it feels like both sides or all parties can lay down their arms Right. We lay down defensiveness. Right. And then there's an ability to take the low road right. to pursue humility. Because I, I've never seen a conflict resolved without humility on yes. both sides. And so to me, peace is the foreguard of that. Yes. That's the forerunner of all right. that fruit. Right. And so it's, um, it's as complex and as simple as setting the internal temperature for myself before right. I go right. in. And then right. even also asking, Lord, is now the time, right. waiting right. and and giving God space to move. Mm, right. And and That's you know, great. in my younger life, I really wanted to do everything now, 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 yeah. now, now. <laughs> you know, and and the Lord has really taught me. Can you can you just wait? Yeah. Can you just give me a little space to yeah, move? Can you right. can you ask me what I'm doing? I'm working on you, Allison. I'm also working on them. And yeah. there will be an auspicious moment that right. he's yeah. ordained for us to come together and try to move in peace and humility yeah. and non-defensiveness. Right. And so that's, that's how I, I, try, I endeavor to go into right. conflict. I don't always execute that perfectly, yeah. but that's the, the heart yeah. of it well, for me. Well, and to your point, like when you're talking about humility, yeah. it takes self-control. Right, yeah. right all the things you were just saying, like to maintain our peace, it takes yes. a little self-control. Yes. And all the other beautiful gifts of the Spirit. Yes. That sometimes yes. it's hard, right. Right? right, to really walk in those things. Because when we're easily provoked, at least my, my personality, sometimes I come out swinging when yeah, I'm easily yeah. provoked. And I really have to tap into that self-control that can only come from the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit right. at times to go, Back it up, Karen. Right. Sure, you're provoked, but you don't have to let it back up. Be right. humble. Right. Take the right. low, like take right. the high road, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just let it yeah. be. Yeah. And I remember a specific incident. It was just about two months ago, and I had posted, of course, social media. I had, which is like a perfect place to get provoked, but I had posted something on one of my personal social media pages, and it was just about human trafficking. Right and posted about an anti-human trafficking organization and just kind of raised awareness and was talking about how it's not always out there, you know, it could be in our backyard and, you know, just a basic post about raising awareness. And a woman commented, totally out of context of what I, what I posted, had nothing to do with anti-human trafficking, like none of that, like nothing. Yeah. And of course, my first response was like, <laughs> yeah, this is what I think, yeah. you know. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit was like, back it up, Karen, calm it down. Yeah. And respond with kindness, mm-hmm. respond with understanding. So I took a little breath and I responded with the intention of my post about human trafficking with kindness and understanding. Mm-hmm. And she replied back and apologized and was like, I'm so sorry. And she was like, I'm going to look more into this organization and giving and all of this stuff. And I was like, people respond Mm -hmm. from their own hurts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They respond from their own pain. They respond from their own personal experiences. So like what you were saying is it's not just me. It's also being considerate and kind to what somebody else could be going through that we may not even know or understand. So I think when you talk about Humility, you talk about self-control. I think of Isaiah 32, 17, and it says, the effect of righteousness 
will be peace. Yeah. That's the effect of it. Yeah. Wow. Will be peace. So taking the high road, being kind, mm-hmm. being understanding, being humble, seeing the best in right. other people, yeah. the fruit right. of that, yes. it brings right. peace. Yeah. Conflict in my family of origin, my parents went through a, a really nasty divorce, just very acrimonious. And then <clears throat> there were, I had a couple of people who were in uh, leadership over me when I was a little girl who uh, there was a lot of violence. And so as a little girl, I learned to survive. It means I keep everybody happy. And so I learned from the time I was itty bitty to be a people pleaser because if I can keep everybody happy, I'm not going to get molested and I'm not going to get hit and somebody else isn't going to get hit. And so I thought I was a peacemaker and God said, blessed are the peacemakers because anytime somebody raised their voice, anytime there was even the potential for conflict, everything in me goes, it's okay, it's okay, everything will be okay, everything will be okay, everything will be okay. And there's a massive difference between the righteousness that Isaiah talks about and Mm fear-based peacekeeping. I'll make a little advertisement. This is an old book. It's probably fourth or fifth edition now, but it's called The Peacemaker Mm -hmm. by Ken Sandy. He has a ministry based on, I don't know if you've ever heard him, he's amazing. And he talks at length with a lot of wisdom and and authority about the difference between peacemaking that God has called us to. That means you'll step into conflict with humility and kindness and a heart that's bent toward restoration. Yes. First us to God and then to each other. And peacekeeping, which is what I did for decades, which is I will lie and pretend like everything's okay so nobody's going to get hit. That's not, and I thought I was keeping peace. That's not peace. Mm. No, That's a lie. It's Mm. deceit. And what happens is instead of Mm. peace coming in, it actually gets worse. Right. Because that's where you're really in the dark. That's where roots of bitterness grow. That's where resentment grows. That's where maybe you had conflict and it turns into abuse. Yeah. Because you aren't, you don't trust the Lord enough to go, with a gentle heart. You know, yeah. Galatians says, if you're fired up about confronting somebody, you should probably back that bus up. Right. It says, be careful. Yeah. You might be tempted in the same area that you want to point a mm-hmm. finger at somebody. Yeah. But it took me years and years and years and yeah. years and really a lot of not just confession, but a lot of healing mm-hmm. for God to teach me the difference between peacemaking, mm-hmm. yeah. which is righteous mm-hmm. and godly, and mm-hmm. always right. the motive right. is restoration. Yeah. Again, Absolutely. first yeah. us with the Father, then us with mm-hmm. each other, right. and peacekeeping, mm-hmm. which right. is a lie, and which inevitably makes it worse. Absolutely. And so I think sometimes if you come from a maybe a family of origin like mine, where there's a, a lack of, of real peace, or maybe just your personality is softer. You might be right. an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're just, depending on culture, in the South, we tend to avoid conflict right. and mm-hmm. say, well, that's just inappropriate. I mean, let's just talk about something positive today. Yeah. Yeah. It's not talk yeah. about. And so there's right. almost the superficial yeah. conflict is bad. And I'm like, nope. actually, there's nothing about conflict nope. right. that's no. bad. Usually if you walk through conflict with humility yeah. and a heart bent toward restoration, that that misunderstanding or disagreement leads to great intimacy and depth first with God, then with each other. Sometimes, I know it's shocking, 
But it could be that maybe that conflict is really for me. Like, right. I know you're right. just Absolutely. amazed. There could be somebody Absolutely. who didn't like me. Right. I mean, right. there, there right. might right. be someone right. out there. Right. Right. And so then, I know it's shocking. Right. But the idea <laughs> no, there would so be sorry, that yeah. maybe I yes. need to stop and ask myself, right. is being right really worth it? Right. I'm yeah. so right. committed right. to my position right. that I'm going to stick right. conflict after yeah. conflict. And I've discovered that no, I've discovered I need to back up on my opinion mm-hmm. and ask myself now, yeah. am I stuck? Right, 100%. right. Yeah. Am I 100%. stuck just because it was that way back then? Yes. Is right. that the way it right. needs to be today? Yeah. Right. Have a growth mindset instead yeah. of a yes. fixed yes. mindset. Yes. Yes. And especially grandmother listening <laughs> ask yourself, was it really that great back mm-hmm. then? Right. Was it really? Or is now a new day? Right. Right. And if we would get into now, I don't think being right is really worth it to keep me separated from somebody who I I know that God's put in my life. Mm -hmm. Not too long ago, someone just eviscerated me. um, Anyway, my publisher said, you, they they accused me of being a racist. Anybody who knows me would go, she's... (laughs) actually the opposite. And they were like, well, you have got to print a rebuttal. And I was like, no. Mm -hmm. I said, that's not true of me. Mm -hmm. But man, there's so many other things that are. And I said, no, I can tell them more if they Mm -hmm. want to go to that well. I think when we're younger, we spend so much time and energy protecting our reputation. And when you get the point of going, you know what? I want to put more of my time and energy mm-hmm. into right. promoting reconciliation yes. right. than protecting my reputation. Right. I mean, my reputation, if I really told y'all some of the yeah. things I've done that God has forgiven me yes. from, yes. y'all would go, man, she's a lot worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. He's just been so kind that he right. hasn't made all my sin public. Right. Um, but he has been, goodness gracious, he's had so much to redeem mm-hmm. and heal and forgive in my life. So when you... Lay down your reputation. Because yes. Jesus was a man of no, no. reputation. The Son of God. Yes. Man of no reputation. Yeah. And you focus more on how can I love you well? Yes. You know, I've said this before and better together, but one of my favorite writers, there's a million, but one of my favorite more water, modern writers, a guy named Brennan Manning, mm-hmm. he says, if we could see where our enemies mm-hmm. weep, what causes them to weep? Mm-hmm they would cease to be our enemy. Yes. If, if so someone good. could see, yeah. this is what Elaine went through this morning before she got That's to right. work. Right. Goodness gracious, gracious, this is an exhausted young mother who has misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Let me not be so quick to take right. offense, yes. but let me be real quick to say, what's going on? Right. How can I pray for you? How can I? And right. so I, I, I just, I want to, the older I get, be so quick to mm-hmm. say I'm sorry yes. Yes. and so slow to take offense. Yeah. Yes. When you didn't um, protect your reputation in that moment, it makes me think of the idea that, look, I don't want to be known by my worst moment. Right. I don't want to be known by my worst moment mm-hmm. and neither does anybody else. That's right. And so leave room for God. That's right. Leave room for God. Right. And this idea of... Um, if I could just circle back around to this idea of peacemaking and peacekeeping. I was thinking about that, really sitting with that this week. What is that, Lord? Yeah. And, and I had this, um, just a quick thought of a UN peacekeeping troop. 
mm-hmm. coming into mm-hmm. a country that's in complete, yeah. right, complete and utter conflict. And it was like the Lord spoke internally to me. Did I call you to that? No, mm-hmm. you're not called to that. You can't control. That's good. You can't control somebody else's peace. That's you right. can't control somebody so else's good. relationship. Yeah. You can't control how they behave. The peace that you can control is right here. And so when you began, I just wanted to circle back around because when you began to speak about keeping a false peace, Mm -hmm. that came back to me. No, Lord, you've not not called us to be the UN. No. You've not called us to that, but you've called us to this. And and we sometimes have to let it under the guise of grace, under the umbrella of grace. That's right. Sometimes we have to let the chips fall and the cards have to be put on the table and trust him with the result. Sometimes to say... Actually, that that's not okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is the holiest yeah. thing you yeah. can say. Right. So, I'm fine. It's okay. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes to go. Actually, that's not, can that's, we walk yes, through yeah. this when there really is a lack of peace mm. for us to love the other right. person enough yeah. to think the most of them. That's good. Yeah. Right. To think we will get to a, a better place, a higher place. Mm-hmm. And to, to approach any kind of a misunderstanding with humility, right. I just think usually there's so much more growth in every relationship. The people who I've been such a toot to, mm. who've been so kind yeah. to say, Lisa, and to talk to me. And at first I was so embarrassed, but then to go, wow, they loved me enough to get past my insecurity right. yeah. and past my hesitancy. And we actually got to such a beautiful place. Those are the people I trust. Right. If somebody doesn't tell me there's spinach in my teeth, literally right. or yes. figuratively, yes. Right. I'm, I'm not sure I trust them. So right. I want the closest friends in my life now. I mean, Allison knows where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> so I don't tell anybody. <laughs> but are the people who really, really know right. me, warts and all. That's right. And they choose to focus on the redeemed part of my nature right. as I become more Christ-like. But she knows where I'm bent to sin. She knows where I'm bent to to just be a a jerk. And she will call me to a higher place because she loves me, not because she's trying to embarrass me. Mm -hmm. I have a person I look up to in my life a lot. And we were recently on the phone, we were talking about peacekeeping versus peacemaking. And he said, my tendency was always to keep the peace. And in trying to do that, I would always distort the peace within myself. Right. And so 100%. he would be, you know, everyone here was peaceful, but he would be all yeah, a mess yeah, inside yeah. trying to find a way to get mm-hmm. peace here. And I just realized how oftentimes we will sacrifice our own peace yes, to give peace to the right. world, when really if we'll walk in peace, they'll have peace that's too. Right. That's and anyway. you know, you talk about, hey, I need to have these conversations. There are times you need to have those that's conversations. Right. Yeah. And those conversations are not you lacking peace or not you lacking grace. It's because you Pursuing. believe the best yes. of them. Yeah. You believe yeah. that there's a pl- yes. further place. Yes. And I yes. value this relationship enough to not walk away and put a wall here yes. and say, right. I'm done with it because there you, you said that means yes. statement. Yes. There you no, go. I love you enough to say, hey, I'm building a wall here and I really don't want to because I know your heart was right. for me, yes. that you believe right. in me, yeah. that you love me. So can we talk this out? And then all of a sudden we have grace for each other. Right. Mm-hmm. But so many times we leave relationships that God's called us to because we're so busy not wanting to have right. conflict or confrontation. Yeah. Right. And now we're like, well, I'm gonna find peace and it just won't be with you because yeah. we have an issue right. now. Instead of just having those heart-to-heart conversations that say, I love you enough and I value this friendship enough to say, Let's keep moving forward, right. but how do we do that in the right. proper way? And we're not saying you take abuse. No, 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 no. no. Yes, and, yes. And, and we gotta be careful right. here. I mean, yeah. 
right. all of us have yes. got stories we can talk right. about and people right. that are listening right now, you know, they, right. what about, and the answer is no, right. we're not talking about right. abuse. We're talking about saying now we're going to have a moment and right. then you have a moment and you state your right. case and with respect right. and honor, and you can agree to disagree. You can, right. And I, I do want to encourage people that are listening that this gets easier in life, okay? <laughs> yeah. I've been married does, 48 too. years. I've raised all these boys, and uh, it gets, it, it's a skill. Mm -hmm. This is a skill, and the Holy Spirit helps you. I have a special needs son, and he's now 34, and when he was growing up, he would have incredible uh, tantrums. And um, when I say incredible, I mean uh, tearing apart his bedroom and tearing apart. We had to have locks on doors and mm -hmm. he would grab knives and jump out of cars and couldn't go to church and had to be in special mm -hmm. school and on and on and on. This is a kid that coded when he was a baby and oh, wow. um, he resuscitated, the doctor resuscitated him and the doctor gave him no prognosis for um, any good life at all. He would be deaf and blind and handicapped and all these things. And so he had a lot to overcome. Mm -hmm. And we as a family had to overcome that. Yeah. Now, I'm telling you this story because it was a change for him. Mm -hmm. And he was impossible for people to have at church. Nobody wanted, he wouldn't be the kid that people invited to their house. But what was that in my life? Yeah. A place, a crucible to yeah. learn yeah. how to cope with this monster tantrum, right. this cyclone yeah. that he lived in, this incredible avalanche of emotion. Mm -hmm. And all that took over a period of years. Today, Graham, praise God, mm -hmm. he's our darling and he's the light of our life and we adore him. And he's listening right now and tell him to quit bugging me right now because <laughs> I tell the story too many times. But with that being said, something changed in me for a yeah. capacity to deal with people who are a little difficult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what I want to encourage wow. us is that this grows in us. Yes. The mm. Spirit of God, it's like mm. a workout that right. as you ask God to give, I, I would be in the middle of the night with that little kid and I'd be like, mm. I can't do this. I can't take him out in public again. I can't go on an airplane. I can't go to church at night. I, I can't live like this. And why the heck do I have to? I don't want to mm. be the mom of a special need child. Oh, no. I'm out of here. Mm. No. Right. I selected you right. to yes. be his mother. Yes, You're the can. right mom for the right kid. You yes, can do this. Can. And with that being said, that skill rises up and we together are here. And now when I have that difficult conflict with anybody at work, at church, in the urban social services that we do, I discover that the Holy Spirit is there yeah. to help me to reach across Elaine and yeah. to say, I'm not perfect. Will you forgive me? Mm -hmm. And so I just want you to pray and encourage yeah. people that could be mm -hmm. suffering in really difficult relationships, but they need to know that God's using that yeah. for their future. Yeah. Yes. Let's pray. Mm. God, thank you. 
thank you that you equip us, that you empower us. Yes, God, that you give us everything we need. And Lord, just like it is a spiritual muscle, I pray that you would strengthen it in every single one of us. That you would would give us the tools we need for the situations and the circumstances that we are in. Lord, I pray for every mom that is watching that was just encouraged, or maybe they're weeping right now from Robin's story. They have a special needs child or they have something going on in their home. Lord, you see them. You love them. And today you are reminding them that you called them, that you selected them, that you appointed them and anointed them for this season of their life. And Lord, you love us enough to not leave us where we are. So may we be like you and love those around us enough to value the friendships, to have the hard conversations, to set boundaries when needed, but to pursue peace at all that is possible within us with everyone, no one excluded. May we find peace and be your peacemakers, not peacekeepers, not settlers in peace, but Lord, pioneers in peace Mm, that would change this world because we bring peace into every situation we walk into. And Lord, we give you all the honor and all the glory. And we say thank you for meeting us here today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. 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 amen.